Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ali from Chicago. And what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving is that I've never had to listen to I Doubt It With Dollamore. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It With Dollamore. Thanksgiving, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Episode 476 by Dada with Dollamore. I am your host, as always, Jesse Dollamore, and I'm joined today by the lovely, the talented, the thankful, Brittany Page. Very thankful. That is me. Mm. Every, every day. <laughs> as you know, we have been talking about this episode for the for the better part of maybe two months, mm-hmm. at least mentioning it. Yeah. This is our profanity-free, yep, politics-free, negativity-free episode. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Fifth annual, too, by the way. Yeah. Which is something I am, I mean, I'm not going to, no spoiler alert here, but that is also something I'm very thankful for. Very, very grateful for. Yeah, for that sure. We're in a position to have this be... A fifth annual anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, if you're in a community and you're able to pull together a fifth annual fun run, <laughs> that's you. That's a good that's track record. That's yeah, impressive. That, that is impressive. That's hard work. Needless to say, yeah, it's a good time here. So this is, like we said, a family-friendly episode, and that means we are not talking about the usual topics. That is right. That we typically talk about. So we were like, huh, what kinds of things can we talk about? Well, we can talk about food. And listen, food is an important part of Thanksgiving, so it fits perfectly. Can I say, Mm. I would be very happy if every episode of every show, we talked about food in some way. Yeah, that would make me happy too, although I think we are alone in that because I also love food pics on social media. This would be yeah. the result. Not everybody loves food pics. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is weird to me. Well, I it makes sense, I think. Why, why? It doesn't make sense. I was trying I was trying I was trying really hard to empathize with the haters, but I can't well, listen, I can't do it. Positivity, the positive episode doesn't mean we're going to agree. Oh, okay, okay. I don't understand. This. I thought we had to completely transform our personalities and become new people on this episode. That's not what we're. That's not what we're doing. No, that's well. That's not what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. So, you, all right, cool. If you want to do that, yeah, you go right ahead, Mary, okay. or whatever your name is going to be. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't get the hate of the of the of the food picks. Okay. Because I. Almost exclusively follow the food pics on the Instagram. Yeah, that's what Instagram's for. For sure. <laughs> that's what Especially it's for. if you're all about mental health. Yeah. It's good for your mental health. Yes. It is. It is. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's like puppies and kittens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good times. Exactly. So I want to talk about this little insider survey. And yes, I, I'm saying that right. Insider. It's this is insider.com. I think business insider is like rebranding itself. 
I, I think. Oh, they're just the insider now. I, I think it's just insider. Oh, insider. Correct. Mm. Yes. Uh, so they... Can... They're more trusted because they're inside. Sure. They conducted a nationwide survey to see what regional differences exist when it comes to food mm. on Thanksgiving. And California was really disappointing, but we'll get there in a second. Um, generally, people eat the same kinds of things. Okay. The most popular Thanksgiving dishes in the United States, according to the survey, starting from the top, roasted turkey, mashed potatoes. Delicious. Gravy. Rolls, yes, out of bird stuffing, of course, out of bird, canned cranberry sauce, which I very much appreciate because I do believe the canned cranberry sauce is superior to the fresh cranberry sauce. We're we are not, there is not a can of cranberry sauce within uh, maybe miles. Well, that you could buy, I'm sure neighbors have it. Uh, well, there it's also at a store you could buy within miles, so that's that's Hmm. not accurate. Where do you think we are right now? <laughs> Are you okay? We're in the countryside. Yeah, no, we're in a city. A very pastoral setting. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no there's no stores. Okay. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'll right. be okay. Perfect. Um so <laughs> these are the most disproportionately popular dishes. So when you look at New England, butternut squash, hmm. Middle Atlantic and South Atlantic. Oh, I'm sorry. Middle Atlantic is in bird stuffing, which is not something that I appreciate. So good on you, Middle Atlantic. South Atlantic is something I love. Collard greens. Collard greens. East, of course. East, South, Central. This is Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. They're really splitting up the country here. Creamed corn. Meh. West Central, West South Central, I'm sorry, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, cornbread dressing. Decent. Okay, I'm just going to skip to Pacific because are you ready for this? California, well, Oregon. Hang on. You can't skip Mountain, which is just gravy. Yeah. How is that like a defining characteristic of the mountain region? <laughs> gravy. No, that's their that's their most disproportionately popular dish. Huh. So aside from all the regular things that people are eating, this was disproportionately popular in the mountain oh. uh, states. Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho. But Pacific, okay, California, Oregon, Washington, Hawaii, Alaska. Are you ready for this on Thanksgiving? It is ridiculous. Green salad. Come on. There's not a chance. I'm going to call no good on this. Who Who is making green salad an important part of their Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner? That's a foreign concept to me. Well, with California, maybe. It's like avocado toast is like a traditional Thanksgiving dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. So anyway, this is the food. Can I say what will not be served at our Thanksgiving dinner? What? A salad. <laughs> there will be green things. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. With bacon. Mm. Yes. <laughs> no, no green salad. Come on. N- no green salad, yeah. Sorry for those green salad fans out there. I know. People are probably spending time with their families on the family-friendly episode, and now they feel shame because not, they're listen, eating salad. I'm not poo-pooing the salad. Huh. It's okay. Yeah. So the other part of this episode is covering some positive news. Mm-hmm. This will probably be the most negative portion of the show, <laughs> the salad portion of the show. Yes. And uh, we wanted to highlight some stories because oftentimes 
we don't have the time or we just don't get to stories. Um, and maybe we should do a better job of that. Mm-hmm. That are uplifting. Yeah. Of a positive nature. Yeah. I think it's not just our fault, though. I think the media generally could do a better job of this because it actually was difficult to track down some positive news stories, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but we found them. In fact, someone sent one in. Carly, we want to thank you for your contribution because it is one of the two <laughs> articles that we're going to talk about. Um, and that story is a Massachusetts man who has started a tradition of cooking a Thanksgiving feast for strangers. Yeah. Up you go. See that? You can hear the dirt going right up in there. Scott McCauley hates eating alone. So when this vacuum cleaner repairman was faced with spending Thanksgiving by himself one year, he came up with a plan. I put an ad in the local newspaper called the Morrow's Free Press and said I would cook Thanksgiving dinner for up to 12 people. And that's what I did, and I've been doing it ever since. That was 33 years ago, and he's still hosting about 50 people this year. This is not about food. This is about people having a place to go. I had a gentleman, him and his wife never had children, and she died. So he came to the dinner, and what he would do after the dinner was over was put on her old apron to remember his wife and help me do the dishes. So that's, that's how it works. McCauley doesn't have a computer or a cell phone, so he asked people to call him at his office to make a reservation. The first reservation this year came from a lady that doesn't have a phone. So she physically came here in August to make sure she was on the list. He hosts the meal at Green Street Baptist Church in Melrose, Massachusetts, just north of Boston. All right, so here's Thanksgiving dinner uh, in a whole uh, laid-out order. So you got your mixed nuts. Besides the spread, he brings other touches, like art, rugs, even fireplaces. But most importantly, he brings everyone together. I think each of us are called to brighten the corner where we are. And if everybody took care of their neighbor in their own neighborhood, we'd have a much better world. And someday, maybe nobody will call me up and say they're coming for Thanksgiving dinner, and I'll be really happy that everybody's got a place to go. So I think this is a great reminder because it kind of speaks to what we all can do yeah. right, in our own daily lives for the people around us. Uh, that little quote that he said at the end there about brightening a corner. I think each of us are called to brighten the corner where we are. And if everybody took care of their neighbor in their own neighborhood, we'd have a much better world. That's, um, that's a powerful sentiment. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we, we, we focus on this show a lot almost exclusively on national and international news. And just by virtue of the limitations that we have here, that we're, we're not in your particular community mm-hmm. and our listeners aren't in your particular community mm-hmm. or ours. So it's, it's tough to do that. But if each one of us could dedicate a little energy to brightening the world right where we are, mm-hmm. I think it, it, it is powerful. Yeah. Well, and the second story that we have is along these same lines, because when you're looking for positive news stories, I don't know, (laughs) I guess I'll speak for myself. The ones that jump out at me are human beings doing kind things for others. And I I think when we look for good news, those are the stories that we are looking for. And this happened in Derby, Vermont, an individual 
no one knows who he is except for that he's a Patriots fan because someone got a picture of him and he's wearing a Patriots jacket Hmm. and you can't really see anything else um, to identify him. But he walked into a Walmart on November 15th and he picked up almost everyone's tab on the layaway. Yeah, the layaway wow. items for customers who weren't even there as well. And there was a shopper who's quoted in the article. Her name is Julie Gates. And she got a picture of him because he actually paid for her purchases that day as well. She walked in, um, approached the register, and he asked her if she was putting her items on layaway. She said yes and that she wasn't done with her shopping yet. He told her to go finish her shopping and that she would pay that he would pay for it when she finished her shopping the total was about two hundred dollars and he took out his card and paid and and she asked who can afford that and he said santa can and paid for her purchase wow so this is another instance of just a compassionate person who's not even putting their name on their action yeah who wanted to be anonymous who walked into a walmart and picked up the tab because he could for people and now there's going to be kids that have presents on Christmas because of this person. This this is um a clever way to help people in a certain socioeconomic group. Mm-hmm. Cuz let me tell you who doesn't use layaway. Mm-hmm. People with money. Yeah. So he's helping out people who who don't have enough who have to finance their kids Christmas smartly. Mm-hmm. By paying for it in advance and not putting it on credit. Maybe they don't have credit. Right. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really powerful. And the fact that he's trying to do it anonymously. Yes. That he's successfully doing it anonymously is is awesome. Well, and think of the relief for parents who are coming in to pick up their layaway. Right. And they may be stressed about not being able to make the last payment or pay the rest of their balance. Or maybe having multiple payments to go. Right. And yeah. then they walk in and, oh, your your tab has been taken care of. Here are your, your toys. Right. What else can they spend that money on now Yeah, that they don't have to worry about it? Maybe they can buy food for their family now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's just it's awesome. I mean, imagine people who even having like a, a dinner or their coffee paid for them is such a quote-unquote blessing to right, them. Right, This is, I mean, this could be a couple hundred or more dollars for a family who who needed it so much that they had to put it on layaway. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, we need more of that. For sure. We definitely need more of that. Yeah. So that is, uh, that is a great setup for what we're going to do next, which is, first of all, let me say this. Thank you guys so much for... I mean, listen, we've been putting out the call. We want you to submit what you're thankful for. We know. I almost said we know more than anybody. That That's a little familiar, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Um, but we get it that these times are not easy. The, these times are not. It's not readily available in your head sometimes to conjure the things for which you're thankful. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years, the last three years have been not awesome, you know, uh, psychically, um, emotionally for a lot of people. So it is an ask. It's, it's, it's an ask to say, hey, dig deep and think about the things you're thankful for. And let me tell you, people showed up. 
Mm-hmm. Bigger. This is the biggest, longest submission set that we've had in five years. Mm-hmm. You guys really came through. And that is what we're going to do right now. We're going to play our listener submissions. All of you called in, sent in voice memos, telling us and telling the audience, communicating with everybody else the things for which you're thankful. And this is important for many different reasons. But the the the, the couple that I want to talk about very briefly before we get to it are, one, I think it's good to acknowledge the things you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that I think that it's good for other people to hear the things that others are thankful for because it might remind you, like, oh, yeah, that's something that I take for granted. For sure. And that's, uh, I think that's powerful. Yeah. And again, this is about community building. So without further ado, 2018, Thanksgiving, this is what you guys are thankful for. This year I'm thankful for our beautiful new baby boy. And even though he's not a replacement for the child that we lost before him, he's done so much to help us heal from that experience. My husband and I are older and the loss of our first pregnancy had left us feeling like our dream of becoming parents might have been out of reach. Like maybe we'd run out of time. But our son is proof now that that's not the case. I'm also thankful for all the other moms in my life who were so open and honest with me about their own challenges with motherhood. So that when I found myself battling postpartum depression and anxiety, I knew I wasn't alone. That I wasn't a bad mom for being overwhelmed or for wondering whether I was cut out for this or not. And I'm thankful that with their help and with their guidance, I was able to pull through that rough period in the beginning where I literally wondered if I'd ever really bond with my own baby and arrive at a place where I am undeniably madly in love with this child. And I'm thankful that my own mom is both willing and able to provide daily care for our son in the new home that we were able to purchase this year while my husband and I both work our full-time jobs. And I'm thankful for that full-time job that I absolutely love and that I've had for over 10 years now. And my boss there, who in that time has become one of my best and closest friends. I'm grateful for my continued relationship with my former stepchildren and for their parents who've allowed me to remain a part of their lives. And last but certainly not least, I'm thankful for all the ways that I'm able to find the little nuggets of humor in my life, from sleepless nights with a fussy baby to all the awful things that I see at my job or just the current political climate. There's 
almost always a way to find some humor in my day-to-day life. And there are a few things more refreshing than that. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my kids. They're older now, they're 19 and 17, but I'm so thankful for the way that it feels when when you hug them. You know, I've never felt so connected to another person than when I'm hugging this, this man that my wife and I created together. That's such a giant piece of this amazing life that we've built. And to feel awesome reciprocated love that you share with this person. I'm also thankful for my wife. She's the most amazing, beautiful, constant source of love, truth, keeps me grounded. She's everything in the world to me. I love all of them so much, and I feel they're way more than I deserve, and I'm very, very lucky to have them. Due to suffering from bipolar disorder, it's sometimes hard for me to be present and in the moment a lot of the time, which makes focusing on gratitude hard. I'm going to try and do my best here without getting too emotional. I'm lucky this year because I've got one more year with my Nana, who has stage 3 lung cancer. I have another year with my mama, who is the rock of the family. I get to spend the holidays with my three nieces and my nephew. I found a place in a local yoga studio, and although I can't do everything, I have a body that will do most things. I have a career that is fulfilling and amazing co-workers, including my own mother, who I'm grateful for every day of my life. I'm even grateful for my Trump-loving dad, who every year is a success for him, too, because of his own mental health problems. All in all, I guess what I'm saying is I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful to be alive and to be able to do everything I can do. There was a lady I met when I was 12 years old. She took me to church for the first time. If I had not met her and in turn been turned on to religion at that very fragile and uncertain time of my life, my life would be wholly different today. Barring the fact that I no longer believe in God, it was in fact the idea of God that steered my path through the early years, and it allowed me to meet and befriend the people who would become my family, and for that I could never express in words the depth of my gratitude. I met a family uh, in my late teens who further changed my life, moving me away from the cycle of poverty thinking and introducing me to the wonderful world of academia. If the woman, who was very much a mother to me at the time, had not taken me to college admissions, walked me through the entire process, held my hand through it all, my life would not be as amazing as it is now. I am always thankful I had her in my life, and though we are not close now, I still have a very special place for her in my heart. There's been a theme of luck and chance encounters lately, and I think that theme reflects what I am most thankful for this year, and really, every single year. If I had not had luck and incredible people around me, leading me, guiding me, supporting me, I would not be here writing this. I would not be able to see my beautiful, enchanting wife's face every single day. I would not be fortunate enough to know her. I would not be fortunate enough to live exactly one mile from my brother from another mother, nor my sister from a different mister. I would not be able to be a godfather to their children, whom I love so much 
and am so proud of and proud to be a part of their fast-growing lives. I am simply the luckiest person that I know, and for that, I am so thankful. It took me a while to figure out exactly what I was going to say for the Thanksgiving podcast this year. I am very thankful that I'm still here and still alive. Because there were times when I didn't know if I was going to make it. I've had a very, very hard last couple of years I lost my mom I lost my brother-in-law and I lost my father-in-law all within a few months of each other and depression is a beast and it took a long time and it took therapy and medication but I'm okay and I'm thankful that I saw it through I'm thankful that I'm here because I know that having a long life is a privilege that is not guaranteed to everyone. So I'm going to do my best to live as long as I can and to keep going. I'm thankful that that I have that mindset now. And I hope that everybody who hears this has it as well. I hope you keep going. I hope that you can be thankful that you do. Bye. This year, having spent almost two years away from home for the first time, I'm thankful for the comforts of home that I loved before, but nothing like I do now. Great food and sports, music venues, art galleries, breathtaking views and parks, being near family and my community who made me and understand me and take care of me, all examples of the best of humanity. I appreciate journalists and public servants more than ever whose pursuit of truth and the public good over individual personal gain is the most notable noble thing a person can devote their life to. I'm grateful for sites like GoFundMe that allow ordinary people to help one another without bureaucracy and red tape and overhead. I'm thankful for kindness, compassion, large and small, everywhere we see it. Not based on some qualifier, people's skin, color, or religion, or political party, but the inherent worth in their humanity. The Cajun Navy sailing headlong into disaster areas after hurricanes to rescue folks. Churches that, while I'm generally not a fan of providing sanctuaries to those trying to give their families a better life. Lawyers doing work for nothing for those who've been harmed. I'm grateful for the camaraderie of friends whom you would give your life for or trust with yours. Four days ago, my best friend lost his younger brother of 22 and four years younger than us in a motorcycle accident in the evening. The first such loss in our group of friends of 12 who do almost everything together, who talk constantly. I never spent much time with him, but I knew immediately it is a profound loss that will never leave him, a hole that will never be filled. But I bring this up because two nights later on our group chat, we received a text. I don't mean to do this, but I could use someone right now. I can't break down in front of my family, and I don't know where else to turn. 
completely unsurprising to me, as I would have jumped up and run out the door if I was home. It was immediately followed with, be over in a few, two on my ways, and then I'll be there in five. I know when I arrive at the airport home for Thanksgiving this year, which I couldn't be home for last year, I'm going straight to his place, to pour his drinks, maybe cook dinner, talk, or watch a movie, or put music on. Whatever he needs, I need to be there for my friend, as he would for me, and has been before. This year, I'm thankful for my grandma. Last year, she was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer and given a prognosis of 3 to 4 months. Um, as a family, we we all strove to spend as much time with her and um, just enjoy her. And she, she far surpassed her prognosis and um, in doing so taught me so much about what it means to just live and um, advocate for yourself and do things on your own terms. I've always struggled with acknowledging my own needs, let alone advocating for them. And seeing her just take control of, of her life and and taking control of her her ultimately her death. Um, it was just a powerful, powerful lesson um, in self-care and love. And um, she's how I want to live my life. I think I'm most thankful for is this community I have. I've recently moved out into my first apartment, and the people there are very nice and very kind. I'm thankful for my parents who have helped me along the way. I'm thankful for my siblings who they get on my nerves sometimes. I'm very thankful that I have a life I can I can see and have a future for, and I'm excited to try new things. And I'm mo- mostly thankful for this, that I live in the United States. It's a great country and I can do a number of stuff. This year, I'm thankful for my friends, family, and the students I get to work with. I'm happy about my new job, my master's program, and all the new opportunities ahead. I look forward to meeting new and interesting people. This year, working on self-care made my year manageable. My hope for next year, that I will be able to help more people and change the world. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Let's see, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for my friends, my family, my health, my career, and everything included in those standard statements. I'm thankful for cilantro, mac and cheese, and ranch dressing. I'm thankful for the friends I have made from this great group of people, even Amy. And I'm hopeful that we will look back on everything a year or two from now and we will see some actual progress. Thank you all and save me some turkey.
The thing I am most thankful for in 2018 is actually pretty difficult this year because I have had an amazing year and I have a wonderful family. Um, in spite of all the craziness that's happening in the world, the politics and violence and horrible things that are going on around us, I really am most thankful for my boys uh, who are 17 and 19 years old. They're rapidly becoming uh, adults who are finding their way in the world and they're really good friends who all hang out at our house all the time who've become family. I just feel like their perspective and seeing things through their lens has helped me appreciate things more and understand that a lot of things that we get so stressed out about really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. And I just love their hope and their drive and their just kind of excitement about what the, their life has to offer um, coming up. So thank you, boys. So what I'm thankful for this year is threefold. I am thankful for the existence of dogs and cats, um, all cats because cats are amazing and and then most of all I'm thankful for my girlfriend Emma. She is the most amazing person I've ever known. She's one of the main reasons I'm a happy functional adult today and I just think that this world is a better place with her in it and that she's going to do so much good for all of us. This year has been possibly the worst year of my life thus far. I have gone through so many downs. So many, but I still have my faith. Catholic Church almost destroyed that, but I still believe in the Lord, and I'm thankful for just being alive, being able to feel this pain, being able to feel anguish and sorrow and happiness and joy being able to just know that I have people in my life that care about me and about my situation and everything I've gone through. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for life, just for being alive and being able to survive the worst case of depression I've had thus far and come out of it on the other end and say I want to live and I choose to live if that's not faith I don't know what else is and I'm just so thankful for the fact that I get to wake up every day I tell you, I'm so thankful for my parents and the family that I was born into. Even though we were, you know, lower middle class, 
they had steady income, they worked very hard, and they taught us so much. Also, I'm thankful for my grandparents. Uh, you know, they were high school graduates at a time when that wasn't, uh, you know, always the case. They lived on 80 acres in Northeast Texas, you know, that they'd worked very hard to buy. They lived in the late 80s and they never had running water, but they always had love. They never complained. They supported us so well. And my parents, you know, it was just amazing. I'm thankful for my brother and, and, and how much we share and help each other because we live about 40 minutes apart. I'm also thankful for all my nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews, and my son. Uh, so anyway, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. I hope we stay away from the political talk and just try to enjoy family. Thanks, guys. Bye. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for my friends, my family, my wonderful wife and our very handsome son. Most importantly, I'm thankful for my life, that I have a roof over my head, I have the ground to walk on, I have the air that I breathe, that I get to wake up every morning and live this beautiful, crazy life that I've built for myself and I build every day. took me a long time to think but um I think what I'm thankful for this year is my puppy um he's my emotional support animal and um I have really bad bouts of depression and self-worth issues and stuff like that and my little man does not care he loves me regardless and I needed him this year and for that I am very thankful I have been thinking about the things that have really stuck out to me this year to be thankful for, and I picked two um, that have really stuck out to me in 2018 as I approached the age of 30. Um, One is I am grateful and thankful that I do not suffer from anxiety or depression. Um, It's taken me years to understand um, some people in my family, my mother, Um, that do suffer from it. Um, It is hard to understand when you don't um, suffer from it. And so now that I'm starting to understand them and understand the difficulties they face, um, I am grateful that I don't. I don't know what it feels like um, to suffer severe anxiety or depression. Um, And so I'm grateful for that. The second thing I have noticed this year um, is that I have a lot of people around me who are struggling with fertility. Um, I am thankful that my husband and I were able to conceive when we wanted to um, with no struggles and have a healthy two-year-old. And that's something I think that is easy to take for granted um, because I can't imagine... Um, wanting a child and not being able to have one. So um, those two things have really stuck out to me that um, I am very thankful in my life. And I think that's a lot. Happy Thanksgiving. This past year, I've gained gratitude 
um, for balance. Balance in many areas of my life and the importance of seeing balance throughout society. Um, one of the areas I've found the most struggles in achieving balance is with a lot of the issues raised by the Me Too movement. Um, not all of your listeners have been um, are on the victim side of the Me Too movement. And while I realize that my past transgressions have not been on the scale or level of harm that some of the famous male celebrities who've uh, been busted or got into some sort of trouble or been exposed all might not be on that level um, there's much regret and much to feel guilty about and many many ways that I could treat women better and have treated women better through the years and the balances from realizing that it's a day at a time process a interaction at a time process and that while behavior can change and some of that guilt um, will still be there there's always a chance to start treating people better going forward I'm grateful that so many women, people of color, queer folks, trans folks, responded to the threats that faced us the minute 45 was elected by getting elected themselves. I'm grateful that being apathetic or blaming both sides or just staying out of it is no longer seen as the peak of intellectualism. I'm grateful that there are places in this country that are willing to stand up to the threats that face us. I'm grateful for the fact that every day that someone stands up and makes a difference, that they decided against the idea that they didn't matter or that nobody would listen because collectively there have been so many people who have made a difference in the last two years and they deserve to be celebrated for a time when it would be much easier to hide and to fall into the background and just try to survive this. Not that there's anything wrong with those who have done that for their own safety, but the more people who stand up, the more difference it's going to make. As I reflect on this year, I have a lot to be thankful for. First off, I want to be thankful for my beautiful daughter and you know her getting to her second year of life, which is a plus for us because you know at least we're knowing we're doing a good job and she hasn't got sick yet, so that's great. Um, uh, I'm thankful for my beautiful wife, which we recently got married, which is great and all, but marriage is expensive, so yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for. My family, who's stood by us through everything this year and helped us in hard times and was there when I needed a shoulder to cry on. Family's important, and you know, it's in, this, in this day and age, it's kind of hard with different views and everything like that. But family truly is important. 
whether it's by birth, by blood, by friendship. Hold, hold those people close. Happy Thanksgiving. This year, this fall, I was called to jury duty and I was on a jury. It took two days and um, the biggest thing I walked away from was really having my faith in humanity restored um, in the jury box during uh, jury selection, I guess. This wonderful like 25-year-old woman I was sitting next to was like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I couldn't sleep last night because I kept checking my alarm to make sure I would not sleep through my civic duty. And I just would like literally chuckled out loud when she said it because I was so inspired that she was literally ecstatic to be there to perform this act of service for her community and what I found after the entire two days was that no one in that room disrespected anyone everyone in that room wanted the right thing to happen Um, and we it was 50 50 when we walked in for deliberation so it wasn't that we all agreed it wasn't that we all came from the same place but Everyone in that room was respectful, was patient, was kind, and truly wanted to do right by the person on trial and do right by the community and the system and make it work. And I left there feeling like, okay, you know what? In the big picture on Facebook or wherever it can be frustrating or a little bit of a bummer, to be honest, um, face-to-face in real life there's we can do this people get along people want what's right and even if it doesn't always look the right thing I guess isn't always the same for every person we all mean it nice and I, I just left that experience this year really feeling like you know what I'm gonna move in because up close people are way better than we give them credit for. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you guys. This year, I am thankful for my newfound willingness to forgive. Uh, This past January, I was in London for a school trip, and I didn't have any friends on the trip, so I spent most of it alone walking around London And I'm not quite sure when it happened, but I realized when I got back that I wasn't so angry about all these things from my past that had defined my life for so long. It was like I had closed a chapter on a really horrific part of my life and was starting a new one. And because I was starting a new chapter, I didn't have the anger influencing me the same way that it was. This freedom meant that I was able to have a good relationship with my parents because they saw me as a respectable young adult and I saw them as flawed but good people. And I was able to contact all these people that I had held anger for for so long and tell them what they did to hurt me and that I forgave them for it. 
for me this year was one of cleaning out all this buried junk inside me so that I could make room to grow into a better person. I'd also be remiss to not thank the people that have helped me the most through this. My wonderful friend and roommate, Liz, I don't know what I would do without her. She is a warrior. She's been through so much in her life and she struggles right along with me. But every day she's able to get up and work so hard. And I just hope to follow in her footsteps. And lastly, most importantly, I would like to thank my wonderful boyfriend who from day one has been my biggest supporter in this journey, even on my worst days. And I hope to get better and better so that I can live up to be someone worthy of his complete and utter devotion to me. And I'm thankful that someone as incredible as him picked me to share his life with. Happy Thanksgiving. My 18-year-old daughter and her friends have gotten into the habit lately of, at the end of the day, they'll come in and kind of chat with my husband and I and... You know, they just kind of talk about their friends, what's going on in their life. Sometimes the conversation turns to politics or religion or, you know, just what's going on in their lives. And um, I just, I don't know, just one day I said to them, I really think that teenagers should run the country because I just realized, you know, that they're really wise. They don't get... They just don't get nutted up about things. They, you know, they can just have a calm, rational conversation about things. And, uh, you know, we live in a pretty conservative part of the state. And I kind of contribute the way they think because they don't want to listen to their parents. But there is this one teacher in their school that's that's very liberal. But he kind of has a way of of teaching them how to think for themselves and and I really give a lot of credit to that teacher too. So so this year I'm going to say I'm thankful to teenagers and I never thought I would say that, but yeah, thankful for teenagers. Happy holidays everybody. I am thankful for my job that I've had for five and a half years now. After being scarily unemployed for two straight years, I have a great job doing what I like and have a diverse workplace that works because we all work together and we celebrate our differences. It's not that hard. (laughs) I'm very thankful to have a wife that is a partner in every sense of the word and two kids who are really smart and creative kiddos and an awesome dog who's just pure love and joy also my two bands that I have with some of my best friends to have an outlet like that is priceless and the rest of my family they're all cool
Thank you. In January, I came out as transgender. Since then, my life has changed a lot. I've had some negatives, but a lot of positives and a lot of stuff to be thankful for. First, I am thankful to my therapist and my doctor, who has made it as easy as possible for me to be the real me. I'm thankful to my roommate, who has helped me figure out how clothes work and makeup and administer my injections and medications. I am thankful to my friends, all of whom are perfectly fine with it and just want me to be happy. I am thankful for my boss, who has been so understanding and gone out of her way to make me comfortable and make sure I make the income I need for my transition. I am thankful to my beautiful girlfriend, who gives me the courage to go out in public and has shut down bigots when they have come at me when we are together. I am thankful for my father, who stood beside me and told my uncle, his brother, to never contact any of us again after his brother had a negative reaction to my coming out. I am thankful to my mother. This has helped solve a long time falling out we had. Since then, she has been there to talk and help me through everything and has been so, so understanding, even as far as to say that she knew I was female when she was pregnant with me. Yeah, that made me cry. I am thankful for the community I have found here in my city, full of loving, caring individuals who have made me feel welcome and have helped me figure out what I'm doing with my life. I am thankful for the online community I have found who make me feel special and beautiful when I am feeling down about myself and life in general. And last but not least, as silly as it may sound, I am thankful for my dog. She doesn't know what she does for me, but when I am at my lowest and I need companionship, whether it be at night in bed or at work, and I begin crying and feeling like everything is hopeless, she is there for me. She comes up and licks my hand and sits in my lap, and she just makes me feel as if everything will be okay. So to you, the listener, I want to say that if you are ever feeling sad or depressed, there are people that care about you. Whether you're liberal or conservative, gay or straight, transgender or cisgender, male or female, anything, there are people out there that care, and while it may be hard to find them, when you do, it is so, so worth it. I'm thankful that my goddaughter has known the love of a child, a child to whom my goddaughter has imparted life skills that will also blossom into many fond memories. I'm thankful to a special person in my life who continues to demonstrate gumption in the face of challenges. Regardless of setbacks, she moves forward and maintains consistent effort and a positive attitude. Happy Thanksgiving. This year, I am just most thankful for my family. My father had heart surgery this year, and after the heart surgery, he had a lot of really bad complications. He got pneumonia, he was bleeding, he was in the ICU for two months, and it was the most difficult thing I've ever been through, especially considering before the heart surgery, he was healthy, he never had a heart attack, he just could feel that something was wrong, and they told him he needed to have surgery. And he is alive, and he is healthy, 
and he doesn't have cancer and he is not going to die. And I am most thankful for that because there was a pretty good chunk of time when my mom and me and my brother and the rest of our family were really scared that we were going to lose him. And now he's home and he's safe and he is okay and he's going to be fine. And I know that there's a lot of people in this world who don't get to say that about their parents and they lose their parents very young. And I am really lucky and very privileged to have my parents still, even though we just went through something horrible. And I'm just very lucky and very thankful for that. I'm very, very lucky to have such an incredible family. On the face of things, 2018 hasn't given me a lot to be grateful for. My year started out with rushing to get my mother and stepfather into a nursing home. My beautiful, intelligent, kind, and energetic mother has vascular dementia, a fast-progressing form that has robbed her of her memory, much of her personality, and the ability to walk. She went from independent to nursing home in just over a year. My stepfather has advanced Parkinson's. I've spent my last year handling all their legal and financial matters and helping them get onto Medicaid. In March, my father went on a trip and died of a heart attack. It was a shock, but not a surprise. He had a long list of medical conditions, but I still wasn't expecting it. I've now become my stepmother's power of attorney and have been helping her with the vast legal and financial issues of settling my father's estate. All three of my remaining parents live 150 miles away, so I've been putting a lot of miles on my car going up there every couple of weeks to handle things. If that wasn't enough, I developed sudden problems with one shoulder, which became serious enough that I had to have surgery in July. The recovery's been rugged, to say the least. But I do have things to be grateful for. I'm grateful that when my father died, he wasn't driving. He was actually in his car when he had his heart attack, but the car hadn't left the hotel parking lot. He was also in early stages of Alzheimer's when he died, and it may sound horrible, but I'm grateful he died before that got much worse. It would have been so hard on him and very hard on my stepmom, not to mention us. I'm grateful that my husband, we're celebrating our 30th anniversary next week, he's been completely supportive of all of my trips, angst, frustration, and occasional rages. I'm grateful for my sister, We are very, very different people and really haven't gotten along that well through many of the years. But unlike most families, our shared family troubles have brought us a lot closer. She lives near our parents, so we have a divide and conquer strategy. I handle the legal and financial issues, which I can mostly handle remotely. And she handles the doctor's appointments and anything that requires boots on the ground. The best part is we both think we ended up with a better end of the deal because we're both handling what we're best at. I'm grateful for my brother-in-law, who I just call my brother now. He's also been fantastic through everything that's happened. I'm grateful for my friends who've been understanding about why I haven't been able to do things with them as either of us would like. I'm very grateful I'm self-employed and have a good income, and I have the best and most understanding customers in the world. They've given me the freedom to take the time necessary to take care of my family. I won't be sad to see 2018 end, but on the balance, I have more to be grateful for than to be sad about. 
My mom and stepfather are safe. My stepmom's doing well. My shoulder's mostly healed. So that's all something, isn't it? This year I really had to reflect to find something to be thankful for, um, just because of the state of the world and people in it. Um, but honestly, really, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm very healthy. Um, I look around and see, you know, a lot of people who aren't, and I don't really think about that every day. I don't think about the fact that, you know, I, I have that, and that's something that I really should not take for granted because I could change at any moment. Um, I have a wonderful spouse who some days we get on each other's nerves and we drive each other crazy, but he's like-minded. He's a lot like me, and that's something, you know, that I never thought I would have. I never thought where, where I live, I always thought I would, you know, end up meeting somebody that I just fell madly in love with that was completely opposite-minded, and, and I lucked out. I really did. Um, I'm, I'm also lucky to have um, both of those things that contributed to my 16-month-old daughter, who is happy and healthy and just a, a great kid. I mean, she's been awesome this whole time since she was born. Um, I'm also 20 weeks pregnant with what I know now is a boy, and everything's going great with that. And, you know, these are little things that I don't think about every day when I get stressed out or when I get, you know, down to it, to the grind. It just... I need to stop and reflect on that. So um, I'm just really thankful for those things because those are things that could change in an instant. And, and I'm aware of that. Last year, when I wanted to call in, I still had my mom. And this year, on March 20th, I lost her. And I am thankful for every single thing that she taught me. I'm thankful for every single second that I got to spend with her. I'm thankful that she got to see both of my kids come into the world. I'm thankful that um, she taught me as a child that um, we listen to Rush Limbaugh on the radio, even though we're yellow dog Democrats, because you've got to know what the enemy's up to. I'm thankful that she taught me that. So I'm not afraid to listen to things that disgust me. And um, I get a lot of things and a lot of information because she taught me that. I'm thankful for my husband, who is a quiet rock for me, um, silent but super strong. I'm thankful for my kids, who annoy me out of being able to focus on my grief and anxiety. Um, they are adorable and funny and healthy and happy, and I'm super thankful for that. I'm thankful for my in-laws who um, have always, from day one, filled in the gaps of where my family wasn't able to be there. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for the wonderful food that I will undoubtedly gorge myself on this Thursday. And with no apologies, I'm going to overeat, and, and that is that. I'm thankful for... My friends who love me. I'm thankful for my family who loves me. I'm thankful that I'm able to be in a position to make this phone call because I am here.
I just wanted to preemptively thank my poor two-year-old son for forgiving me in the future, uh, for telling him all of 2018 that he is going to be needed to save the world. I know that may seem unfair to put that sort of pressure on a two-year-old, but I, I swear he's going to do it. Uh, but in, in all reality, I am thankful this year for the youth of America who get a terrible name for video games and whatever millennial talking points the, uh, the right-wing media has fed us, but especially those kids from Stoneman Douglas, just the, the news coverage got sort of washed away toward the end of the year, but I, I think at the end of it all, 2018 will somehow be remembered for the year that the youth took action and hopefully prevented my son from uh, needing to be a superhero in Happy Thanksgiving. I am so thankful to have the family and friends that I have so dear to me. With everything happening in the world, it's important to have a group, and mine is amazing. And I am so thankful every day that I have each and every person in, in my life. And my husband is beyond glorious. And wow, did I win the jackpot! I love him so much. He's my heart and my soul and my smile. So family and friends and everyone love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Like every year, I'm thankful for my family, my friends, my loving son, and all the support that they give to me over the years. I'm also thankful this year in 2018 for myself. Um, this has been a huge year for me, and I made a lot of changes this year to help my physical and my mental health and well-being, and it's been amazing. So 2018 has seen me a career change after 13 years in the same field, um, a divorce, which my ex-husband and I are still great friends, and we co-parent very well, but it was time for a change there sold my home, um, got my own place to live, and I've also taken back my physical and my mental health as well and continue to work on those and improve those. So overall, it's been a wonderful, amazing year, and I'm so thankful that I decided that it was time to focus on myself and my well-being and what I needed and that way I can heal myself and be there for others in the future. Take care. This year, I want to say how grateful I am to my family, um, but I am especially grateful to my best friend, Erica. They have been super duper supportive through what has been a nightmare of a semester. And I really, really appreciate the support and love that they have given me and uh, a model of true friendship. And that is something I am very, very grateful for this year. Okay. I'm thankful for a lot of things this year. I'm thankful for all my family and friends who came to my wedding this year, to the venue and all the professionals who were involved in my wedding for um, being able to handle it when it was extremely stressful for my wife and I. I'm thankful for the job that came just in the nick of time as I was getting super stressed at my job and 
thought I was going to have to quit unexpectedly or might possibly get fired. Um, I'm thankful to my extended family and my church who have been extremely supportive of me this year. And just overall, everybody who has been a positive light in my life this year, I'm super thankful and I'm appreciative. What I'm thankful for is uh, my family, my mom and dad and brother and sister. Uh, through the the last year, that's been really, really hard for me. Uh, they've been absolutely amazing. Um, they pick me up when I'm down. They make me strong when I'm weak. They just make me all around a better person. Uh, and it's not like they don't tell me when I do wrong, it's not like they accept everything that I do, but they're always there. They tell me when I'm wrong. They correct me when I do when I do wrong. And that's a part of being family, helping each other be the best that we can be. And yeah, I'm just eternally grateful for having the family that I do. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my husband. Every morning he wakes up an hour before I do and he turns on my coffee pot even though he hates coffee. It's these small, simple, selfless acts that he does every day that makes me want to be a better person and I freaking love that man. I'm thankful for my best friend. She is someone that I could always express anything to without fear of judgment. And she has been, and I have no doubt, always will be a constant in my life. I'm thankful for my older sister, who is my moral compass. And she showed me how a mother should be. I'm also thankful for another friend of mine. He taught me how to be open and connect with people even though it was one of the scariest things for me when I met him. I'm thankful for my puppy, who was with me for 10 years. He taught me how to care for someone other than myself, and he helped me understand that if it had just been him and me, we would have been okay. I'm thankful for my other puppy, who understood when our pack was one less and comforted me in my grief. So it's her daily cuddles that I I look forward to. I'm, of course, thankful for the rest of my family. I'm also thankful to be employed, uh, to not have to worry about keeping the lights on or food on the table. I'm just generally content and happy to be alive. Hi. I'm grateful for being alive and being me. It took me a long time to come to that conclusion, the being me part, that is. I always felt like I could be just a little better, a little more efficient, a little smarter, less naive, and so forth. And the greatest gift I've ever given myself is accepting the person I am. Sometimes I can be petty, vindictive, arrogant, cowardly, shallow, and hateful. But most of the time, I am not any of those things. I spent five years my youth in a relationship with an abusive boyfriend and the whole time I didn't think I deserved any better. But I broke free. 
and I spent a lot of time beating myself up about the fact that I didn't escape sooner. I'm grateful for my fantastic husband of 15 years who supported me in getting out from under the darkness at that time. I'm grateful for the beautiful son we have and the loving family we are. We've been through a lot these past six years with the loss of parents and close friends to cancer. Today, we are grateful for the time we spent with each and every one of them, and even the small things like walking the dog or buying groceries, sharing a pot of tea, and, and so forth. I'm grateful to be born in and live in a country which provides health care for all, rich, poor, young, old, sick, and healthy alike so that when the time came to face the inevitable, we could spend time with our loved ones before they passed away, and we didn't have to worry about expensive medical bills. I'm grateful that my husband's tumour turned out to be benign, and that he, the love of my life, is still by my side. I'm grateful to have a son who loves and feels everything the world offers with every fiber of his body. I'm grateful that he's blessed with a great heart, mountains of empathy and truckloads of physical strength and a very high IQ. Since he he was a baby, he would get very sick at times where Respiratory viruses would cause his airways to become blocked, and every winter he would need several treatments at the hospital to avoid him suffocating. I'm grateful that he's getting better as he gets older, and it's likely that he will be completely rid of this in his late teens. I'm grateful for the life he breathes into mine and my husband's every single day. grateful for being alive in a time when women feel empowered to speak up and tell the difficult truths. I still have to re-educate myself every single day to remind myself that just because we have done or said a certain thing one way for hundreds or thousands of years, that doesn't make it right and we shouldn't allow it to continue. This is 2018, and some days, especially when watching the news, I get discouraged and feel like this world has returned to medieval times, and sometimes I do despair. Other times I remind myself that I should do my best to make a fellow human being just laugh that day. I'm grateful for laughter and the warmth that emanates from a fellow human being when you give them a helping hand. Lots of hugs from Louise in Denmark. What I am thankful for is my two cats. Without exaggeration, they are the reason that I am alive. I have struggled with suicidal depression all of my life 
and for the past 10 years, whenever I have gotten close to what I thought was my limit of enduring the unendurable, I thought of them and they kept me from stepping off of that ledge. So I love my two cats and I will continue to love them for as long as I can. Hey guys, this year I want to give a big shout out to the nerds that do the hard work of medical research. I am so grateful that amongst us we have boys and girls who really like to do their homework, starting from kindergarten through elementary, middle, high school, college, grad school, post-grad, and they come up with the most amazing medication that helps people live like literally extend their life um my mom has been on chemo now for two years and the fact that she could take a little tiny pill smaller than a penny every day every morning by nine o'clock and her symptoms of a blood platelet disorder be stopped reversed and her platelets being in order just because of this of this thing this tiny little that she takes it just blows my mind blows my mind so uh i swear to god god i love nerds i love you guys please keep nerding out and 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 just doing the hard work and doing the research and coming up with amazing amazing advancements in uh medication so 2018 uh i hope 2019 becomes the year of the nerd okay bye So when I think about what I'm thankful for, I immediately think about my husband. Especially right now, I'm so overwhelmed with how he cares for me. We're coming up on our first anniversary and I can't imagine anyone else I'd want to do life with. And now I have even more reason to be thankful because we're expecting our first child. My husband, he's one of the kindest and most selfless men I know. And since we found out I'm pregnant, um, I'm finding so many more reasons to be thankful for the qualities that I already loved about him. Um, With me being pregnant, there's a couple extra things that are harder for me to do right now, and he's been going out of his way to make sure I'm okay. Even if he's completely maxed out with work or anything else, he's always looking out for me. I'm so thankful and excited to see him become a daddy. I, I really don't think he knows how amazing he's going to be at it. I feel grateful to be bringing a new life in the world with him and that we have the chance to teach and support and pour love onto our child. Um, growing up, I didn't have the best relationship with my mother. I worked really hard for the past few years to process everything that happened. And now, thinking about my own child... I'm just so thankful for the amount of healing that's taken place so that I've learned how to do better and to be better for my child. And I'm so lucky to have the best partner in life to share that opportunity with. I can't wait to be a parent with him. I love you, baby.
So I think one interesting thing about listening to that is that there were several themes that emerged. Yeah, like independent themes. Yeah, and there were a lot of like connections there. I mean, presumably between people who don't know each other and don't have relationships with one another outside of maybe the community that's been built here. But it almost seemed like many of these people could be in a conversation yeah, <laughs> about the things that they're thankful for, almost like they were having an exchange uh, without knowing it with other listeners. P- people who live in completely separate parts of the country who don't know one another. Right. And I think one of those themes was young people being thankful for kids or teenagers um, or just young people in general and the way that they see things, uh, the way that they are, being uplifting. And I I think people just valuing their relationships in life, especially. Yeah, another another for me was, and that was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, The the other one for me was uh, the support and the benefit of having pets. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't have pets. Mm-hmm. We make jokes about pets, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you got to find stuff to j- joke about. But but if an animal gives you some co- kind of emotional support, that is valid. Mm-hmm. That is real. That is important. And um, it seems to be a common thread, especially this year, more so than I mean, people mentioned their pets in, in previous years. Yeah. More so this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful for that for people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. For sure. That people have the, have the ability to, to lean on, on that kind of a, you know, and a, a being. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you thankful for, Jesse D? Oh, am I, am I going first? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, it's been a weird year. Mm-hmm. For us. Genesis of things. The end of things. We're going into our fifth year of doing this show. There's a lot. There's a lot to be thankful for. I am somebody who I, I give thought to it all the time. I feel very blessed. I feel very lucky to do what we do. Um, I, I guess this year I'm most thankful for the loyalty of our audience, the interaction, the community that has been built here. And I, I don't want to say that we've built here because we didn't build this. This is something that has been um, culminated and has come together more strongly and greater than this year than ever before and it's only getting better we're only revving up and i'm i'm very thankful for the people who listen to the show and i know we say don't talk about the show don't don't say you're appreciative of the show Eh, you broke your own rule a little trick a little little trickster action yeah i'm very thankful for our audience Uh, i'm thankful for the relationships we've fostered the, the relationships that have been built. Um, I'm I'm very thankful for you, um, Brittany. We we have a dynamic here that is special. It's different. It's not a normal thing. Um, 
that I could get anybody in here to interrupt, to to talk about the sensitive stuff we do. I don't have a professional license and a reputation to 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 safeguard and you do. You are brilliant and honorable and awesome. And this show would not be what it is. Nearly. I mean, there, it doesn't, there's no, it, there's no comparison that can be made with anybody else sitting in the chair you're sitting in right now. And I'm, uh, mostly this year I'm thankful for you. So th- <clears throat> thank you. Thanks for choosing to, to continue to do the show. I hate this episode. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say now, but I mean, thank you, obviously. Um, thank you for that. I, I don't like this episode because I'm a crier and I cry all the time at commercials, um, photos of bulldogs on Instagram, um, Sometimes food picks, honestly. If an enchilada <laughs> is just looking real nice, it's going to move me. Uh, and when I do start crying, I hear from you to lean into the mic, which is very offensive. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, I'm not thankful for that. Um, I <laughs> Is it enough to just say w- what he said? I, I mean, because I, I genuinely... I genuinely feel the same way for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Um, and um, yeah, but but it's 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 been a hard year for both of us, like you said. And um, I I think when I reflect on the lesson for the year, um, it is something that my godfather has always told me, which is that my life is now. And I've always been a type A personality, very goal-oriented, a planner, very organized. And that served a purpose because it kept me on track and it kept me out of trouble based on my early childhood experiences. But this year did not really go as planned. I started the year with two rejections from my two PhD programs. I got rejected from a paper I tried to submit um, for publication. I was largely unsuccessful trying to get jobs. And so I was facing a lot of uncertainty and rejection. And it's really the first time that that has happened to me, (laughs) which, I mean, I I guess I should be lucky, right? who would have thought that I would be in a position to be like crying because I didn't get into a PhD program. It's pretty surprising to me. Um, yeah. But every time I would email my godfather with this list of things that I'm doing and all these assignments that I have to do and go, go, go working all day, he would tell me, Brittany, your life is now. And that means it's you're not waiting for this to happen. You're not waiting for when you achieve some grand moment. It's it's right now, right? And I think his his fear for me has always been that I'm going to get to a point 
and then look back and think, wow, I haven't been enjoying my short time on earth here because I've been chasing after something. Yeah, right? the next thing. And this year has been a reminder to really listen to that lesson, I think, because it it isn't about the next thing that you're achieving. Um, it, it's about being happy and connected and satisfied. And so even though it was difficult and it still is the the pain is still real and i i told you i didn't want to do this i feel uncomfortable right now with what i'm saying in fact i don't even remember what i said i'm like barely really tracking right now um everything's been great but i think i need to sit with it a little bit more to fully absorb the lesson and I think that's okay, too, um, to give myself that space. So reflecting on this year, that's what I think it is. My life is now, and I need to give myself more time and patience to recognize that and to be f- more forgiving of myself when I don't achieve what I think I need to be achieving. I think that's a lesson. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm thankful for. Is that lesson profound? That's I mean, look. It, <laughs> I think it's uh, it's easier to come up with. I'm thankful for the audience, and then I'm thankful for you, and you actually put some work into the cerebral coming up with something a little deeper. So I'm thankful for that. Well, again, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I feel like I blacked out. Uh, so. Right. If you're telling me it was fine, <laughs> then I'll believe it was fine. But I'm very hot and sweating. All right. All right. And stressed out. <laughs> well, we've got to get this up before Thanksgiving. So we love you guys. We thank you so much for giving us the space to do this. Not everybody has a microphone that they yak into and then broadcast to the world. And it is because of you that we're able to do this. Hopefully, we touched some lives across along the way. Hopefully, we uh, we make some friends along the way. And ultimately, hopefully, we make a difference along the way. We most assuredly will see you next time. We love you guys so much. Until then, for Brittany Page, I'm Jesse Dollimore, and this has been I Doubt.
Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.